He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Oh. Hello, 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 and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your Puerto Rican princess, your hostess with the mostest, Munoz. And sitting next to me is my drag daughter, my best gal pal, Miss Rickety Barstool herself, Marie. Hey. How are you? <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> I am a rickety bar stool. You Guilty. are. And then some. <laughs> oh my God. I am so excited today because today is our July 4th episode and we have the most, the best, the most exciting guest ever, <laughs> Marty Gold coming. Oh, I thought you were talking there or two. <laughs> yes, patriotism. Yes! Oh my God. <laughs> a little presidential. Hey. Uh, Happy July 4th. Yes. <laughs> Happy July 4th. It's our last gorgeous. one. Oh, my God. It is. I oh think it's God. over after this one. I think it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's been good, guys. It's been real. Oh, my God. Well, for those of you who don't know who Marty Gold Cummings is, Marty Gold Cummings, besides being a friend of mine, is one of NYC's most famous drag queens who travels <laughs> the world and the seven seas. Oh, my he Lord. He is also co-producer and star of his own show on the Fusion Network, Shades, Queen of uh, Shade. Queen of NY, Queens of NYC. Why can't I even talk today? <laughs> uh, Marty is also a drag activist and president of the Hell's Kitchen Democrats. Lord Almighty, how do you get it all done, mm. Marty? Uh, lots of coffee, which I don't have. There's a big line at the coffee shop. On oh the way no, here. you didn't so have any coffee. Dog? I had way earlier today when I was doing work. So I'll oh, have to, maybe we would have brought you a have to refuel after this. Oh. No. Well, I think it's we okay. got. Marie always carries some like uppers in her purse. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, let me go get you some. Is <laughs> cocaine you know. okay? No, oh no, girl, in no, tic tac form. No. No, no. no. <laughs> so I want to get this. I just want to get the important questions right out of the way, right off the bat. Let's let's like shoot this shit right out of the gun. Let's wow. do it. All right. It's what came cannon. first, Marty? The drag queen or the egg? No. <laughs> <laughs> to think about that. Uh, <laughs> how very Marilyn Monroe. No, but really though, um, how do you do it all and where do you get your inspiration from? Um, how do I do it all? A lot of frantic yelling and uh, running around and quick thumbs to email and text. Um, but I, the inspiration, it was, did you ask the inspiration? Is yeah, that what you said? Where, okay. where do you get your inspiration from? Uh, I really looked at, you know, when I first started drag 10 years ago and then eight years ago, I started to become, like, known for it. Uh, people would say, oh, what's your inspiration? And I would always say, like, oh, like, Liza Minnelli. And, mm. like, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I, like and, I, and, and I would say, you know, like, Sherry Vine, who I love still. Mm -hmm. but, uh, mm -hmm. but, you know, it was like that. But now it's shifted to more, like, who is my inspiration? I look to people like Harvey Milk and mm. Ava DuVernay and... Um, and Kamala Harris and like people like that, like my inspiration now, it used mm. to be like, you know, funny like comedians or, or kitschy drag queens or like old divas. And now it's more like who are the people who are like on the ground right. working hard. And so like, that's who it is now. Like it's like shifted in my grown, mm -hmm. grown ass years. Well, I love I that think. you call yourself a dragtivist. Yeah. I and never call myself that. Oh really? That, that was like the, I think that's logo on, or yeah, now next or something said that's that. on fusion or something. That's oh. what I read, but it's yeah. just, I love that. But then, but you really are an activist. I'm You're happy out they there. say that, but I don't know. 
gave myself. I love that. I love it. That's very nice. What does a dragtivist look like? This is it. Gorgeous. Clydesdale. Oh my god. Wait, time out. I I got a present for you guys. A present. Yes. So we like to eat a lot. Okay. Yeah. This is a food sex podcast. So right now we're putting some food in our mouths, and then later we'll be putting something else. No, Well, so I'm a huge fan of Devour Power, which is a food Instagram influencer, and they're always posting about Chips New York, which Chips is a New York. Okay. cookie uh-huh. company. Y'all, All right. I have not tried these. I did go, I got five, it was five for one. But there's so only three have, in the box. Did I got, you eat two of them? <laughs> no, I haven't eaten them. I have some more in my bag. But these are giant cookies. They, are, they look like like scone cookies. Yes. Oh my god! Well, pick one and try it. Wait, what are the flavors? What are the flavors? There's cookie cookies and cream. That's that one. There's chocolate chip and walnut. That one. And double triple chocolate. Chip. I'm I'm gonna try the cookies and cream. Do mm. it. It looks like a scone, which I like. I love scones. <laughs> but it's it, uh, it's as a, big. But look at the middle. Is it? Are is you it, a scone person or a scone? Person? What's a scone? <gasps> The scones. <laughs> it's allegedly how they're really supposed to be said. Scones instead of scones. Are you serious? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. No. no scones. Yes, it's a, it's a scone. Ask any English person. A scone. Nobody calls it a scone. No. <laughs> Those are delicious. It is. As Wait, the kids are like, can you pass pass it pass it down? Yes, yes, yes. I want. Which one do you want? I want to try the just the chocolate chip with walnut. Mm. Wait, mm. this is how the this is how Devour Power does it. I love these food influencers, and they go. Oh, they break the thing. Look. Oh, shit. I can't even break this. There's a way to do (laughs) it. Don't choke. We're going to kill our guests. Oh, my God. This is so good, though. Oh, my God. It's, okay, everybody, it's at the Gavin's Mm. Port. port. Gavin's, what is that place? Gansaport. Gansaport. Hotel. Here's a napkin. The hotel. The market. The market. There's a market down there. Have you not been? No. It's on 14th Street, right before you get to the corner and cross the street to the Apple Store. There's this whole place called the Gansaport Market. We ate at some place called Hold My Knots. Wait, mm-hmm. is that near like Chelsea Market? Mm-hmm. Yes, kind of. It's like a block and a half away. Mm. These are all places in NYC. This for is very good. Oh my god, <laughs> delicious! Just keep keep at it. I think I feel I like know. we'll right, just the chocolate double. What's it called? Chocolate who? What? The triple. double chocolate tri- mm. triple, triple chocolate. chocolate. Is make me poop. So okay. while you eat, <laughs> while your mouth is full, um, mm. let's get back to you, Marty. That's good. Yeah. Um, so Can I say that I like one more than the other? Yeah. I like the cookies and cream more. Oh, really? Really? From the... Yeah, but I'm going to finish it this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to try the classic one. Oh, this one's really... This no. one is just... It's great. See, okay, back to the cookies just real quick. Oh, yeah. They're so thick that the middle is just a... Just um, cookie dough. These are like Levan cookies. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Nice and thick. Oh, oh, God, guys. Well, now with my mouth foam, how do you keep so skinny? I know. <laughs> I d- I've gained so much weight since I got married. Shut up. Oh, no, it's Be true. quiet. I'm not even kidding. I put this t-shirt on today, and I was like, oh. You must be like 100 pounds. So You're very mind. kind. <laughs> Marty, come on. No, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk no? about it. No? Okay. You know how, like, okay, you know how, like, people think, like, I, I know that I'm not, mm. like, large, Mm-hmm. But like you know, like when you are a certain size your whole life, and then you're not that size anymore, mm. and people, but like you're still like, mm. people are like, oh, you're skinny. Like I know, I'm very aware. I don't want to sound like an asshole. I'm like <laughs> very aware that I'm not like unhealthy or like heavy, heavy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also know that like I eat like a motherfucker, and I'm married, so I don't really work out anymore, and <laughs> so I 
gonna have to. Uh, so I, I can tell that I'm not, I'm not fat, but I'm not like toned like I used to be, and I miss my twenties. Was because of your metabolism in your twenties? Yeah, was just like- I'm almost. Th- I'm turning thirty one in, in in a few weeks, and my body when I was like twenty four is not what it. Mm. You get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I wish I had my 20. I wish I knew how hot I was in my 20s. Same. Oh, my God. I was a, I was a big hoe before I yeah. settled down, but I would have been a bigger <laughs> like hoe. A, like a garden me hoe? Me, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a garden hoe. I, was, I saw a picture of me when I was 25 on Fire Island, uh, and I was like, damn, I should have been putting more stuff in my mouth then. Like, I... <laughs> Like I was Wait, so fit. That, that calls for yes, you know. Yes, yes. but that's the truth. I was like, God, I had true. a great body, and now, now you are. Know, I, I like my body more now. I have to say that twink mm-hmm. life, all the waxing, all like the. I don't miss All those that, extra, I, extra small American apparel. But do you know teams. what it is? It's like I used to go. I used to go to the gym, not a lot, but I would go like two or three times a week, yeah. which is not a lot. And I could miss the gym for a month, go to the gym again once, and I would be right back to like <sighs> tone. tone. Now I go to the gym and my body laughs at me. It's like, good yeah. luck, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> well, Marie Have fun. Marie and I said that this year we're not dieting. We're doing it. We're doing it. I don't we're diet. I eat whatever I want. But I, I, I still eat like I'm 22. Yeah. And that's the problem. What's your go-to? Everything. Cheese. 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 But yeah. I, I've been a vegetarian for about three months now. Oh. And everybody's like, oh, you'll lose so much weight. <laughs> I think I've gained weight because I'm oh, you're you're eating eating pizza. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm eating like pizza and french fries. Yeah. Wait, why why did you join the vegetarian world? Oh my god, I'm gonna sound like one of those like froofy people. <laughs> but I this is so whatever. Do you eat meat? Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay. In all yeah. forms. Give me shame, a, shame. Give me I like it personally in a tube form, but <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I I used to love like I would eat like I loved fried chicken was like my favorite oh. food in the whole. I had fried chicken at my wedding like it's my favorite thing in the whole. Oh world. My god. But I like Instagram has changed me. Okay. I started really? like following all these. My husband's very into like National Geographic and nature and you know what have you, and he's mm-hmm. very like. Kind and uh, and so he plays, he's a musician, right? Yeah, he's a viola okay. player. He's yeah. very sweet. He's like the mm. sweet. He has the sweetest heart of anybody I know. He's so Aww. annoying, but I love him. And <laughs> that's marriage. That's truth. I, I love him. Wait a minute. Put a pin in that because <laughs> one come. of my favorite things about your Instagram is you going. <laughs> um, his name is Br- Blake. Blake, right? And you're like Blake, Blake, Blake. Blake, 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 or exotic yes. animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't have them in New York City, but I love the little piggies. So I follow all these piggy Instagrams, and oh. I, I mean, I, I'm gay, so I followed a lot of piggy Instagrams for years, but Ooh. now I'm following actual pig <laughs> Instagrams. You know what I mean? Like Stella Max. Yeah, not follow Stella Max. <laughs> oh no, uh, but uh, not just the nasty pigs, but now like, like yeah. Hamlet like, the pig, like actual pigs. Yeah. So I love them so much, and I'm watching these, and then that leads you to, so those those animal sites with people with their like pet pigs, they post about other types of animals, and then it, then it leads to like 
the wildlife reserve. And then you start mm. fo- looking at all these animals and like seeing it. And then I start watching, do- then they have links to documentary. So then I start watching documentaries and then I'm like wrapped up in it. And then I watched that movie Okja on oh, Netflix, yeah. which is like a, a fictional movie, but still like, I'm like, Oh my God, that's a kind of, okay. So I'm watching all this stuff <laughs> and then I'm thinking like, Oh my God. So then I see this video. This is a long story for why I'm vegetarian. But then I see this video <laughs> of these pigs that had lived with these, oh. these people in Spain for 13 years together. These pigs lived together for 13 years. They were companions. And the one pig died, old age, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so they wrapped him in a blanket and put flowers on him to prepare for burial. And the other pig started crying oh, no. and hugging this pig. And I was like, oh, my God, this pig, ha- this pig oh. has feelings. This pig is emoting. Then I watched that video of the cows who touched grass for the first time. Have you seen this? Oh, yes. And they, like, they're were jumping, jumping for joy. and running and jumping. Wait, why weren't they not touching they've been grass? In this, they've been in this, like, they, they, like, hold them in a stall to just m- milk them. Milk and them and the, 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 the babies, they, they slaughter them for view. But they let, they, they were rescued. And they open the barn door and they run, run cows fucking jumping like they're on a pogo stick. Oh. And it's so beautiful. And I'm like, oh my Aww. God, they have feelings. So then I went to visit friends of mine. They were about to have babies. And we went to visit them before they had their babies. And they're vegan. And we went to a vegan Chinese restaurant. And I was like, oh, this is like re- actually really good. Like yeah. this tastes really good. This vegan Chinese food. And then, so that was for dinner. But for lunch, they made us all this delicious vegan food. And I was like, oh, this is very good. I feel very good. This is so tasty. Yummy, yummy, yummy. But then I was like, okay. Uh, Vegan is wonderful for them. But I was like, I can't give up. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have this cookie that you're giving me if I was vegan. You know, It's so hard. And I am a very disciplined person, but I'm not that disciplined. But you're also Uh, always on the go, too. On the go. So it's going to be It's very hard. But vegetarian, I'm okay with. And I I don't, like, judge anybody for eating meat. Obviously, I ate meat for 30 years of my life. But I I now look at it as, like, for me personally, like, I feel, and again, this is no judgment. If you want to get your bacon, girl, get your bacon. (laughs) But for me, I feel like as a society, as, like, a species, we've evolved to the point where we don't need to, like, hunt and we don't need like there's enough substitutes that you can have delicious like Mm -hmm. sausage links for breakfast that are all vegetarian uh i just feel as a species we've evolved to a point where we can like uh love like our animal like Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. and not eat them so that's beautiful yeah i love that so i don't want to there's really a lot of um you should be vegetarian or vegan for health reasons. My dad's having some issues right now, and his doctor is saying everyone should be vegan. Totally. Healthy wow. too, sure, but really I don't really care about that. I, oh, sorry, I'm pouring <laughs> this water while okay. we're on he's air. Not ta- he's not taking a leak. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm pouring the water. How do you feel? No, it's about the, It's more about, like, I just, I, I can't, like, I can't justify, like, riding horses and looking at these pigs and, like, playing with my dogs and knowing, like, that. I'm going to eat that. I'm not going to eat my dogs, but you know what I mean. How do you feel about (laughs) the great debate about vegan swallowing? What? Oh, well, I, it's the same oh. as... Oh, because that's like... <laughs> murder. An, right? an but it's the product. same as... I eat. E- I'm, 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 I'm pro-choice, so I eat egg. It's not, not the chicken yet, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's the title of this episode. It's not the chicken yet, babe. <laughs> But oh hopefully God. the Supreme Court uh, doesn't overrule. Oh, my God. Uh, it's all going to be so bad. But it's so terrifying. Oh, my God. It's actually terrifying. It's actually very scary. Um, well, I won't watch Handmaid's Tale because it's too real. My husband loves it. It's, and I say, honey, just turn on CNN like, or MSNBC or anything. It's yeah. the most stressful TV. 
that I've ever well, seen. Well, because we're living it. The yeah. thing is, we're actually yeah, living, living it. it. We're actually living it. And I read something to do, not to like turn this interview no, actually, around, great, but um, segue into a way But I was watching like Laura Benanti, who I love, posted mm-hmm. this thing on her Instagram today where she said her grandmother, who was born in the 1920s, was fully an adult by the time World War II came around. And she's from Germany. And she said that, you know, when at first, I want to find the quote. Can I look at my phone? Do you yeah, I told yeah. Because I thought it was so powerful. Um, because right now we're looking, we're saying, oh, it's like, and we're joking. Oh, it's like the handmaid's tale. It's like the handmaid's tale. But this quote really got me. She posted on her Instagram. Um, she posted two things. First, she said, if you ever wondered what you would do during slavery, the Holocaust or the civil rights movement, you're doing it right now. So how people are behaving now is how they would have acted then. So are you taking to the streets or are you being complicit? And then the next thing she wrote is, um, she wrote, uh, uh, this is a quote. I thought it was from her grandmother. It was a quote from, she screen grabbed it from somebody else named Anne Churchyard. She said, I remember a conversation with my German grandma. She was born in 1920 and already an adult when Hitler took over. She said, no one took those ridiculous guys in those silly uniforms serious at first. So people are going around saying, oh, Donald Trump is just, you know, a lunatic. He's silly. He's crazy. Well, yes, he is. But people thought the same thing about Hitler. And so this is how democracy dies. This is how it dies. You're elected. You dismantle the government. There's no, I just read an article today uh, on Politico about how the White House, a a former person who worked at the White House, a a person who's a former employee of the White House was joking that there's like tumbleweeds in most of it because it's so understaffed and Mm -hmm. same with the State Department. And so this is how democracy folds. You have the Supreme Court is opened up. The GOP is complicit. Marco Rubio even said, oh, we don't agree with him, but we go along with him because he's the GOP president. Mm -hmm. So you're complicit in it. So this is how democracy dies. This is how it folds and how it can easily be taken over. You know what I mean? So it is very scary. Not to turn this interview like totally on its head, but 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 it is very scary. This is one of the things that was most exciting to us about what you do, right? Because it's just not all glitter and sequins. No, your pride speech. Oh, thanks. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, take to YouTube and Google Marty Cummings' Pride rally speech. Yeah, I don't know what it's under, but yeah. Um, I saw it today. Um, I've been watching it. Um, I have seen you for we've we've been long time, guys. We're a messy queen. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Marty. I've seen Marty. How long have you known each other? Like, I, maybe since the beginning. I've yeah. Been, well, one of my first gigs was that mix, and that's where you first started seeing me, right? That's probably that was a long time in Astoria, know, right? Too many, too many poppers and too much. Liquor oh my god! Yeah, it was a long time ago. So, um, <laughs> but I've seen Marty. <laughs> start someplace and blossom into this beautiful and so well-spoken person. Mm-hmm. And this Pride Rally speech, I was there for it live. And boy... You were there? Yeah, I was Did there. I see you? No, I was away in oh, the back and they, they saved budget on the stage for next year, World Pride. No, the stage, you know, it got oh. stuck in traffic, oh. which is oh. the thing. And the sound, the generator wasn't working either. And so yeah. they had to, they paid a store to let them plug in so they would have a sound system and the stage was stuck on like the highway oh or something goodness. in traffic and they couldn't because of the bear okay. and also so yes. they were on the highway and then the barricades for the thing they weren't able to get their own Boom. stage in it was late because of traffic and then they weren't able to get through so um, we well, didn't have a stage it didn't okay. matter was, it, it was incredible your he riled the crowd up with such powerful words and such like just great things it was beautiful and um, Travis and I were there, and we were like in tears. Oh, I like love Travis. Scream, I wanted to go to his store screaming, opening. I wasn't able to. Yeah, screaming. I am deliberate, and I am afraid of nothing. nothing. Yeah, well, I heard that quote. I was at the Glad uh, Media Awards. Uh, I don't know when it was—a couple of weeks ago, or months ago, or whatever—and it was right around the time 
that they asked me, I got an email asking if I wanted to speak at the rally. And I said, sure. I don't know what to talk about. You know, like, yes, I'll do it. Thank God I have time to prepare because I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Then I went to the Mm -hmm. GLAAD Awards and Cory Booker, uh, Senator Cory Booker, introduced Ava DuVernay, who was being honored. She's the director of Selma Mm -hmm. and and 13th and and, um, what is that Oprah movie that just came out? A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, She's a great director and, and she's so beautiful. And so in her speech, she said, she opened her speech with saying, um, every movie she does, she always opens it with the Audre Lorde quote, the, the poet, um, Mm -hmm. the feminist poet. Uh, she always opens every film she does or any project she does with, I am deliberate and I'm afraid of nothing, Mm -hmm. uh, which translates to how I, so I heard that and I said, Oh, this is what my speech is going to be about. And to me, that translates... Oh, sorry, I kicked the table. For me, that translates as I am deliberate, which means any decision or action I take, I am making it because I feel in that moment that it is the right thing to do. I listen to the universe. I listen to its signs and its signals, and I made the decision to follow those signs. So I am deliberate, and I'm afraid of nothing. I'm not afraid of the outcome because I made the decision, and I feel I'm following the path the universe put in front of me. So I'm afraid of nothing. If you come at me uh, in a negative way about my social stances that's not my problem mm-hmm. uh and i'm not afraid of it if you if i lose the gig because of it i'm not afraid of that mm-hmm. i'll be taken care of by the universe if you want to not be my friend because of my political beliefs i'm not afraid of that mm-hmm. i'm afraid of nothing because i believe that if i feel in my heart what i'm doing is right that i'm deliberate in that action yeah. and so i went into the rally uh, I didn't write a speech. They said, please write a speech. So everybody came with these like papers mm. and note cards and somebody said to me, oh, where's your speech? And I said, it's here. Oh. And I, because I, right well, before I, right, feel that yeah, the speech that right, be, just, yeah, right before I went on, I said, okay, God, use me as an instrument and a tool to reach at least one person. Use me as your instrument in this moment. And with the basis being this quote. Mm. And they had us before the rally. St- there was this like banner thing or whatever, step and repeat. I don't know what you call it. And they're like, you have to stay back here. And I was like, no, I want to, I want to interact with the people. No, you have to stay back here. Mm-hmm. So I snuck out <laughs> and I interact because I like to get, I want to know who I'm talking to right. before I go on. Right. And there was this row of older gentlemen sitting down in the front, surrounded by all these young kids. This was before it got like really crowded. And this one older gentleman, he was probably in his eighties. He said to me, uh, you look beautiful and I'm so, I've heard a lot about you. I'm really excited to hear you speak. This is my first pride I've ever been to. And I said, oh, this is your first pride. And I was kind of shocked by that. I said, this is your first pride. And he said, yeah, I sat out the Stonewall riots. I sat that out because I was closeted. I was oh, scared. Wow. That's... And he's in his 80s. Mm-hmm. And now he's sitting outside of one. where the revolution for queer rights started. Yeah. So 49 years later, crazy. finally yeah. comfortable, finally comfortable to be his authentic self and then surrounded by all these young kids who are comfortable. And it was so beautiful. And I, and I was so happy that I kind of like broke the rules and went out and mingled with the crowd before, because it really helped me understand who am I talking to? I'm not just talking to a bunch of people gathered at this rally. I'm talking to young people who are at their first rally because they're in high school. And I'm talking to somebody who's lived eight decades of his life, scared to be who he is. Mm -hmm. And he finally is deliberate and he's afraid of nothing. He finally has found that. And uh, it was so beautiful. Um, and it's to me like, sorry, I talk so much. No, um, well, this is, well, this is I'm great. about to cry. I look at it as like, you know, like, so I said earlier, like, who are your influences? And before I would say X, Y, and Z. 
But it's because, you know, I wanted to be on Broadway. I moved to New York when I was 17. I wanted to be on Broadway. That was the goal. You know, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be this big star. I wanted to be famous. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, you know, get a Tony and get an Emmy and yuck, 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 yuck. Right. But that didn't happen. Like, I'm not a great dancer. I'm not a great singer. And I did this show and I accidentally fell into drag. And then that became how I made my money. And then I mm-hmm. realized I liked doing it. Mm-hmm. So I loved doing drag. So then I got a passion for it. Then I realized I was funny and I could do stand-up comedy and I got a passion for it. So I turned that into drag. Then I realized I still love Broadway. So I started integrating Broadway stars into my shows. And so it lead led to this path where, you know, everything bad that's coming out of Donald Trump being president and Mike Pence and Jeff Sessions and all that, everything negative out of that you have to find hope in the positive of it. Mm-hmm. If he didn't come down that escalator and say that all Mexicans were rapists, which was kind of like the light bulb for me, mm-hmm. if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have been able to shift my platform to where it is today. These young kids from Parkland would have never had the courage to speak out and say, you know what? Right. We want to get an education, not get killed in school. And they're right. so brave. And like these women marching for their rights today, they wouldn't have had that. So we have to look at like as scary as it is, the positive it is, an entire group of people, this this 28-year-old, the youngest person in Congress, she just ousted a right. That you was know, the most beautiful story. Incredible. Yeah. Right. And she ousted a Democrat. Because right. guess what, guys? Not all Democrats are great. Right. Chuck well, Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are kind of dicks. Right. So like right. <laughs> you right. know uh you have to look at it that way. You know, it's it's time for the young people to get motivated. And I think the positive of what's happening in this country is that young people are getting motivated. And it's taken my drag to a place that I never thought it would be and led me to a place where I never thought I would be. And honestly, I'm so grateful I didn't make it on Broadway because now I'm able to have built a platform for myself to sell a TV show to give me a little bit more clout to then say... I have a microphone now right. and people are listening. They are listening. I'm either going to use it for egotistical reasons or I'm going to use it to get a message. Sure, it's nice mm-hmm. to have your name in the paper, but is my name in the paper because I'm being a mess like, you know, Countess Loanne or whatever? Mm-hmm. I just did her show the other night. What a fucking mess. <laughs> uh, but like, do you know what I mean? Am I, am, oh. I, am I using my notoriety for selfish gain or am I using it to let people know how they can help, how they can mm-hmm. make a difference. Mm-hmm. So when did you start the uh, Hell's Kitchen Democrats? You're the founder and president? Yeah, of, like of right this? after the fiasco. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, it, that was no small feat because you ousted one of the oldest political... The like, oldest political institution, institution in... in the, the Irish Mafia is what people call yeah. them. Somebody on the street uh, the other day was yelling, at, like, fuck yeah. the Irish Mafia, you know, yeah. at, at me. And I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but oh, it's the scary. Kitchen mafia. Yeah, there's scary about? people. I mean, yeah, yeah basically. Oh. And then these old white guys who say they're Democrat, but they're just a bunch of, Money, you know, laundering. goons. I don't know. Yeah. Is that like a appropriate word to use? I they're, don't know. We're not very appropriate on this. They're podcast, just so they're, they're assholes. They're bigots. I used to work in one of their bars. They're pieces of shit. I regret working there. They're homophobic, racist. They they're not Democrats. They're uh, they're not democratic at all. Mm. And so it was a big deal for this drag queen who had never been in politics to come in and get out. I love it. I oh, love it. Man. I love it. Well, let's put a pin in that right now and let's lighten it up. <laughs> Sorry, I got girl, no, I can go on and on about politics no, all so day. We, uh, so could we. But now it's time for our fans and our <laughs> favorite part of In Your Mouth. And it's called Food News Update. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jello is making edible toys so kids can play with their food. <laughs> They're making toys? So what does that mean? Wait, do we talk about it now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on kids playing with their, their food? food. Like, it's nothing so, new. <laughs> it isn't. But That's like, so weird. Just, just like kids play with regular Jello. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, it's basically Jello with cookie cutters. But uh, like, don't shape. they already have that though? Well, apparently. Well, it's that's like, like when my thing. when my nieces and nephews were kids, they had like green ketchup and blue French fries and yes. purple ketchup and stuff to try to make it fun. And I'm like, it's just fucking ketchup. <laughs> the kids are probably colorblind. Who cares? Oh my like, God, I love that. <laughs> who cares? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade stand raised $13,000 for separated immigrant children. I saw that. Isn't that Woo! incredible? And no permit Patty called the police on her. That's I, good. Oh. Yeah, well, it's let, really... Let the children know. Let, haven't well, in Atlanta, Georgia, y'all, um, this mother of two let her children just sit out front with a lemonade stand. And I guess they also had an online campaign on on Facebook as well. I was well. going to say $13,000 on the street. That's yeah, a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What is that, Bel Air? God, <laughs> like, Kim Kardashian. How much is that? Popeye? It's like $8 a cup. <laughs> Yeah, no, they had an online uh, a fundraising event campaign or whatever. But yeah, their goal was one thousand dollars, and then six days later they hit six. They hit thirteen thousand dollars. That's amazing. Yeah, the children are the, the children are doing the it. The kids are doing it. They're doing it. They are giving me hope. I know. Yeah, there there we is hope it. out there. The yeah. reassuring thing is knowing that like all these people in power like. Old men who aren't very healthy in their like seventies. So I'm like, they can't be here that They're much longer. Die. Oh my god, they hold the they hold the key to like the fountain of youth. Somewhere oh sure. god, <laughs> I don't know. I just I look at Donald Trump and I'm like, he just looks unhealthy. How is he still alive? Oh I don't god. get it. Oh, Ugh, he's gonna be at a news conference and just. Uh, oh, well, one can only hope. Yeah. Get to the iconic 116 year old Glazers Bake Shop before it closes forever. 116 years and it's closing? Yeah. Why? Where is this? Here in New York City. Here in New York City, it's Glazer's Bake Shop. Um, they invented the black and white cookie. 116 years ago. I love yeah. that cookie. I know. Yeah, right? It's so sad. And it's stayed in the family through generations, and they own the building. And so the shop, the bake shop, has never changed in 116 years. It still looks the same, and they just want to retire. No indoor plumbing? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's a bucket in the back and cookies in the front. It's like Finelli's. I was gonna say, so at least it's not from like soaring rent. It's the family no. just wants to. They just okay. want to retire and they don't want to like be a landlord and they don't want to. Yeah, other do people anything. wanted to purchase it and uh, have their own bakery and, and stuff. They were and like, they're like, nope, nah. thanks. We just want to take the money and run. This well, was good. Damn, I, I like this is a little shade thrown at Mad Men, but Mad Men when they uh, had their show, they actually. Um, they had pink boxes, and they said that the cookies were from this bakery. Yeah, Glazers. And Glazers was like, uh-uh, we we've never had pink boxes. So, like, the art department got it wrong. <laughs> Toxic that. masculinity at, at Glazers yeah, Bakery. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Pringles. <laughs> you should have seen Marty's face just now. <laughs> Okay. I know. Pringles Nashville hot chicken chips are now spicing up shelves. So Pringles has a hot chicken flavor for their chips. I can't have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess. No, actually, I think you can. Is it because vegetarian? It's all fake. If it's egg flavored, I can because it's not a chicken yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but what if it's like made from like just 
chicken dust that wasn't chicken real chicken. dust. What is chicken dust? <laughs> I bet, I bet it is made with just chicken Chicken dust. dust. I'm going to research chicken well, dust. Well, y'all, if you're, for our listeners, you can go grab yourself a canister at uh, Dollar General stores. Yeah. They're only they're exclusively sold at Dollar General stores. And Pringle said that <laughs> for the people that are scared of spice, just chase it with the Pringles dill pickle flavor. So have a Nashville hot chicken chip and then just chase it with the dill pickle flavor. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) That's a lot of work. People (laughs) should be eating carrots and celery (laughs) and squash. Well, this story is very close to home because Marie's from Nashville. Uh, Yeah, we talk about hot chicken all the time. So now that I know that they come in Pringles, then Mm. all right, (laughs) now I know what I'm doing every day. (laughs) This this may have been one of my most favorite food news updates ever. That's true. Wow. Wow. Well, if you're just tuning in, we are here with drag superstar Marty Gold coming. <laughs> and that officially is the end of Food News Update. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I thought it would be really, really fun to end the pod with a little um, Marty in the hot seat. Okay. Hot chicken seed. We've got to follow it up with a pickle. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you got in one. In your mouth. Yes. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pull yours out Branding. from your tuck. Yeah. You know? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, some rapid fire questions. Oh, God. Right? This makes me nervous. Are they shady? Is it bad? No, no. There's no, some no. good ones. There's some, you know. There's good and bad. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then yeah. you can also say pass. Oh, fuck please. you. No, no, I won't no, pass. No, 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 no. I won't pass. So Marty, uh, Marty, uh, just so you know, runs a show Monday night, uh, therapy, a gay bar in the city called Stage Fright. Mm-hmm. He has, he has had over, um, like twenty Tony, Tony nominees and. Um, well, now I think thousands it's of people. And yeah, we've Fran had Fran Drescher. We just had Fran Drescher. Oh my! We're like God. girlfriends now. We just what? had Dorinda from the Housewives. Yes, he we has had the everybody. cast of Queer Eye. We've had Anne Ranking, oh. legendary oh Anne Ranking, Alice oh Ripley, Lashans, uh, Peter Gallagher. I love that. Uh, so this starts the rapid fire question okay. right here. All right. If you could have any guest, who would it be? Rosie O'Donnell. Why? Uh, she's the reason I wanted to have a talk show to begin with. Oh, oh my God, I love that. Yeah. She's lovely in person. She is lovely, and she's been scheduled twice for the show, but she uh, is very busy, and between, like, being a mom of mm-hmm. five Walker. and yeah. filming... 15. Yeah, and filming The Fosters, and she lives in Nyack, and so it's, like, scheduling, you know, her, because the guests do it for, out of the kindness of their heart, they do it for mm-hmm. free, so I understand if you're, like, a big name, like, Fran, and has something, or, not Fran, um, Rosie. Rosie, and something comes up, like, I'm not gonna be, like, Pissed if you yeah, can't do it, uh, but she she she's very lovely wow, and uh, so yeah, cool. I love her. Fran um, Fran but Fran was great. If you could sleep with any celebrity, who would it be? If I could sleep with any celebrity, yeah. If like mm. you know, Blake gave you a yeah, hall you pass. A- oh, Blake gave me a hall pass. Yeah, who's your hall pass? Who would I sleep with? Um, who's that one from Steel Magnolias and American Horror Story? Dylan McDermott is that him? Is that oh, him? Oh. he's so hot. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. um, well, this leads me to my question. Or Gus Kentworthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, Gus Kentworthy. Yeah. 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 I, I am mad. Mm. Uh, do you have sex in or out of drag? Oh, my God. Out. Or out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Does it just get too hot? 
Uh, who wants to do that? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I know some of these suites know, in the city. I know. It's a mess. It. There's like oh. holes in their padding. No, 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 no. Never, never, never. Expansive. No, I can't wait to get out of Oh, my God. Every time I'm in it, I'm like, it's a showtime. I'm hot. Oh, my God. Sex with food? I've done stuff with food products. Like? Like products. Have you ever blown a man with pop rocks in your mouth? Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you do the grapefruit on Blake? No, I mean, Blake and I haven't done. Have we done fruit? I honestly don't know. I've done like the stereotypical like whipped cream crap before, but like, I don't know. Have Blake and I done? I'm sure we've done something. I don't know. We're old. Old? You're a baby. Marie got tied up once and had like a popsicle like. Oh, I've been tied up. Blake is tied. Oh my god, he's gonna be so mad. Oh no! (laughs) Yeah, I've been. Blake's tied me up in like ice cube stuff before. Is that food? Is ice cube food? Oh yeah. We had a story a couple weeks ago about a girl. It got sucked up in her. (laughs) Well, at least and then the guy just sucked it back. Yeah, she was screaming her head off, and so because it's so cold in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, usually just let it melt, but but it won't melt. I don't know. It's like 100 degrees. Your puss puss is warm. It will melt it. (laughs) This bitch had a cold ass pussy. (laughs) Strangest thing you've ever put in your mouth? (laughs) The strangest thing I've ever put in my mouth. I put some funny looking dicks in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funniest dick you've ever seen. Oh, God. I don't don't. don't know. That came out of nowhere. (laughs) Weirdest thing to ever happen at one of your shows? Anything cray cray? Uh, this is really weird, but I was in a show and somebody had their, like, uh, what are those dogs called? Those support dogs. And oh, it was yeah. a St. Bernard. He was huge. And the dog just like, you're not allowed to touch support mm-hmm. animals, mm-hmm. you know, but this dog like just like walked on stage and, and laid down <gasps> on the stage. And I, so I did the whole show with the St. Bernard <laughs> at my feet and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, biggest tip ever received. Biggest tip I ever, like, during a show? Yeah. Um, or, like, don't buy Con Ed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't buy Con Ed. No, I mean, I, I've gotten, like, $100. <laughs> yeah, that's, she's got jokes. I've gotten $100 bills a lot in my shows, but the biggest tip I've ever gotten was I was running a show in Milwaukee, and my booking fee was a certain amount, and afterwards the owner gave me, like, the envelope with the check and then he was like and then there was like money in it. and I was like oh what is this and he goes and he, it was like double it was like literally so the check with my booking fee and then that had already been like printed and then when the show was done he gave me the exact amount of oh the God. booking fee in cash and I said what is this and he goes oh you did just such a great job I thought you de- you deserved double and oh. so I, I think that's a pretty generous tip. One million dollars. Oh One million dollars! <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, biggest drag mishap or costume fail? Biggest drag mishap that I've ever had. My makeup and outfits and hair for the first four years of my career. <laughs> <laughs> just all of it. Oh, How it many? This is just my personal so question. Ugly. How many wigs do you own? Now that I wear them, I have, uh, I'm like looking at my closet in my head. I have one, two, three, four. Uh Oh my God. I have, uh, those things are so uh, expensive. 11 or 12, and I wear like three. Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) I saw you a couple weeks ago at Bingo. And you switched wigs during it. And I was like, oh I my did? God. I don't yes. remember that. Oh my God. It was so fabulous. Did you say hi? I I, I did. 
but we didn't know each other. <laughs> Did then. I say hi? Yeah, you were lovely. Was I nice? Yes, you were awesome. Okay. We had a big group. It was awesome. Did they like it? Oh, was yes. it boring? No, it was oh, amazing. Good. Come to Bingo Pieces Sundays oh well, five to eight. So that's fun. what my next uh, question would be. Um, and we got to wrap <laughs> this up because it's a million degrees in the studio mm-hmm. today. Um, the air has broken <laughs> apparently. Um, tell the, tell the kids where they can find you, where they can see you, all the things really quick. Fuck it's hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you can check out my website or my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook for all updates at. Uh, Marty G. Cummings, M-A-R-T-I-G-C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S, and then MartyGCummings.com. Sundays, three to five, or nope, that's not correct. Scratch that. Sundays, five to eight, I do bingo at pieces. I do the Late Late Show with the drag guest every Sunday at 11 p.m. at Hardware. Monday is Stage Fright with Celebrity and Broadway Guest at 10 o'clock at Therapy. Wednesday is Rise Bar Legend Wednesdays at Rise Bar at 11 p.m. Thursdays, I'm at Boxers during Drag Race, but... Off Drag Race season, I'm at the West End hosting the Ultimate Drag Pageant, which is a competition for new queens to get their footing. One Friday a month, I'm at Stonewall, which I'm at tonight, but this will already air by then. Uh-huh. Uh, and one Saturday a month, I'm at uh, Boxers the Upper East Side, and one Saturday or one Thursday a month, I'm in Jersey City, and then I travel the country. So, and is your show your, your show aired? There's a few, season one is done. Shades. Stay tuned for what's happening with season two. It's and I am in negotiations for another show. So knock on wood yes. that I yeah. sell that. I'm yes, very close to, oh to signing it. We just that. need this network to agree on the money I want. I love that. <laughs> so one fingers crossed. Thing, we're going to end real quick. But one, one thing I want to ask is how can people get involved? Um, what can we do right now? Register to vote. Mm-hmm. Make sure your friends are registered to vote. Uh, find a campaign that you believe in and volunteer with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, find out who your local electeds are. See how you can volunteer with their offices. Join a local political club. Um, be loud. Mm-hmm. Organize protests on your own. You don't need a permit. I went to the Trump Tower last week, stood at the barricades and yelled, you don't need a permit. Cool. Uh, just don't block the sidewalk and um, be loud. Yes. I love that. Vote, Vote. in every election. Vote. Vote. Primaries. Yes. Everything. Yep. Vote. I mean, I went to my first primaries the other day because yeah, it takes like fifteen minutes. Yeah, you got a sticker. Yeah, we got a sticker. Get a sticker. I love it. Um, Well, we want to thank you so much for coming out and taking time out of your very, very, very busy schedule and sitting in the sauna with us. It's very hot in here. (laughs) I just got really warm. Maybe it's me. Thank it's my hot so puss much. puss. It's oh, a yeah. melting ice, one <laughs> lip at a time. Oh my god. Oh my god. So thank you so much. We are so happy that you came. Thank and you for having me. Oh my god. So, and um, and we want to thank you all for listening to In Yo Mouth. <laughs>